Our, our top, by the way, out of the top ten best, uh, the top ten best episodes on our roster, five of them are us watching gay porn. Okay, <laughs> five of them. Five yeah, of probably. them. Probably. Probably yes. And that's all because of PJ. Remember, remember the moans PJ would make when watching gay porn in his office down at the bottom at the base <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Wait, no, he didn't make any noises. He was he was quiet. Are you kidding me? I heard noises. I heard noises. No, he would be like, oh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, those <laughs> things like that. Yeah, uh, I just remember he told me the first thing he said when he turned one. I was like, "Watch this! No one in this porn will like what they're doing." And then immediately, like two guys start banging me, like, "Oh fuck yes!" And I was like, "No, they look like they're liking it. They're definitely liking it." <laughs> Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your tits and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. Ice cool boys. Greetings, cool boy nation. And welcome to a super special installment of the Cool Boys Podcast. The Book of Felk, Chapter 2, The Sexual Felk. <gasps> You'll believe a man can fuck. I'm Felk, <laughs> but we, we've been going with a Batman theme the entire time, and then you do a Superman. What happened? And Do you want to give me that tagline? I mean, that tagline is John Sexberg. There you go. That's it. That's That's the reason. Just anything to mention something to do with me in an episode full of you. Oh, I am so selfish. I have to have something. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, something definitely to do with Ballard is sex and sex. Um, I'm Ballard. But you're not sex any more than like Daniel Craig is Bond. Like some there'll be a next sex eventually. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, no, no. I'm I'm sex like fucking Viggo Mortensen is Aragon. OK, no one will ever be Aragon again. No, that that's not even good. It's not. It's not even true because there's a Lord of Rings show coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like Harrison Ford being Indiana Jones. There'll never be another Indiana Jones, no matter how hard they try. Sorry, Chris Pratt. He's close. He's the closest they'll come. He's the best. He's the best option they have. Or Bradley yeah. Cooper, maybe. Yeah, Bradley Cooper's not gonna be Indiana Jones after like making sweet, sweet love to Lady Gaga. Oh man, that's exactly how Indiana Jones would make sweet, sweet love on the stage in front of an audience. Are you giving? Are you serious? Indiana Jones barely makes love. He falls asleep before the lovemaking. He's just too wounded and too tired after all of his adventures. Here, Nazi. Here, here. In the third. Here, I love when he does. He's like a child, like a three-year-old when he points to his lips. Here, here. By the way, at what age did you get that he fucked the same? Nazi that fucked his dad. I didn't understand that when I was a kid. I didn't uh, get that until I rewatched it at age like 14. I was like, whoa, I didn't realize that was happening there. I got that at age six. I was like, oh, dude, he got fucking down with this fucking Austrian. No, I, I don't remember that. I, I had not. I did not pick up on that until at least like 14, 15 watching that movie back. Yeah, it was obvious. Does she have like a line where she says like you kiss just like your father? No, it says you talks in your sleep. She talks in her uh, sleep. Oh, yeah. I do remember I was a lot older, like almost 30, when I realized that, oh, wait, when Indy fucked Marion, she was how old again? Uh, like the, the ages are, I think, 22 and, and 13. If you Dude, do she was like 13 or 14 or something in, the, in Raiders of the Lost Ark when they referenced the fact that he, he like hooked up with Marion. And he was a graduate student. 
Yeah, and she was like 13 or 14 or something, right? Yeah, it's weird. The exchange was, I was a child. He goes, you know what you were doing. Oh, yeah, he does. I was a child. I was in love. It was wrong, and you knew it. You knew what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sucking that dick. rough. Guys, let's stop talking about Indiana Jones having sex. Let's talk about Felk having sex. Yeah. That's what we're here for, isn't it? That's what we're here for, guys. That's what I'm here for. Sex. Well, cool boys, it is time to move on to our cool boys show topic. The Book of Felk, Chapter 2, The Sexual Felk, is what I always like to say. Mm-hmm. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep her Cool boy nation, hop your cocks and drop your tongues. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. Uh, all right. Well, are you guys ready to uh, to to get into this shit? Oh, Open kind of, kind up. of, guys. Do you realize I'm I'm sitting up? I'm 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 not in my comfy chair oh, anymore. Shit. No, no one's here. Right. Full alert. I'm fully alert. Well, guys, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, the comfy chair is back with the blankie. <laughs> And my nightcap. So, Felk, let me settle in. Oh, look at you with your blanket on your knees in a chair. You look like FDR. Yes. Except oh, FDR can stand up when he needs to. To make a point? <laughs> yeah, Noli can't. Noli won't stand up no matter what. Uh, well, I'm all settled in now, boys and girls. Aw, who's the girls? Let, me? Let the, sh- let the show begin. Uh, cool Boy Nation, quick spoiler alert. Um... Not only is Nolan handsome, like, uh, you know, God damn it. so incredibly handsome, but his God dick is actually perfect, too. What is this, the book of Nolan? Just so <laughs> yeah, we're clear. What's happening? The book of Nolan's dick? I love the book of Nolan's dick. That might be perfect the next cut. episode. Yeah, it'd be a novella. <laughs> the next episode is Nolan <laughs> shaving his dick in front of Falcon Eye for 90 minutes. We'll cut it down to 45 tight minutes, and you'll never see anything. <laughs> I just cut. <laughs> never mind. I don't want to talk about that. I, I I just shaved my dick, and I cut the area in between my leg and my and like my dick, and and uh, I've never done that before. It hurt. I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. I was just re-listening to uh, Butt Stuff the other day. By the way, Butt Stuff has a lot of conversations about Zack Snyder, and um, <laughs> of course it does. Mainly, I wanted to get me up to date on everything that we're about to hear in Chapter Two here, yeah. uh, Part Two. So I went back to butt stuff. Um, we, we you talk about yeah, you shave, you actually trim it all the way down. Except you were getting a little chubby in butt stuff, so you left a little hair down there because you wanted to shave it back once you lost all the weight. Yeah, the, it's the shaving that I just I've, I've lost five pounds in in two weeks, and in addition to that, I've definitely increased my muscle mass in my arms, and I'm, I'm able to lift more. So it was a good You're time to really good to You're do the, really the reveal. Good. Yeah, Phil, so, take that shirt off a little bit more. Nice. Yes, even hotter. Felk, show me your nips. Great nips. Look at those nips. Oh, and he's got his biceps. Arms are looking good, Felk. Tries, buys, and nips. Actually, my tries are kind of shit right now, but uh, my my biceps are good. Shut up. Your nips to tips, baby. You're all good. That's when you know you're dealing with like a like a like a person who doesn't care is they have these fucking huge bulging biceps, but their forearms are fucking like nothing. And forearm strength is where you like actually this guy. when you shake no no when you shake someone's <laughs> hand, all your bicep means nothing in terms of like a firm, strong like that. 
that means nothing to a bicep. That's all forearm strength and tries, which yeah. uh, people act like they're seeing biceps in Predator, but you're seeing biceps, you're seeing triceps, you're seeing... You're seeing everything. You're seeing everything. Okay, so interesting segue then is that at this point, this chapter of the Book of Felk was before I'd even started shaving. I was hairy Felk throughout almost <gasps> all of this. This, oh my God. this covers uh, age 23 to 29. If I was gay, I would only want to fuck guys with hair on them. Wait, how the fuck old are you? I thought you were 22. Yeah, no, I was 22 ending the last one. So we ended the last episode of the Book of Felk coming to a close of when I was having to live in like a like a, basically a closet. Five other or four other boys living with me in Hollywood, a bad part of Hollywood. And I just broken up with a long-term girlfriend. And I was still at the point where I had Billy, who was the Yoda. Billy, of the last, Billy was, you're Ra's al Ghul. He was the Ra's al Ghul of the last one. Of course. Well, the, the day after I had been dumped, I had a new lease on life. Yes. I, I felt I felt alive again. I went to Johnny Rockets. I ate a delicious meal. I saw the best <laughs> X-Men mo movie right in the afternoon. X Johnny Rockets X-Men 3, uh, The Last Stand. or just Good movie. X-Men, The Last Stand. Good movie. And then I, that night, I went to a strip club. Good movie. And I ran all this game on a stripper, who I'll name this one because it's been so long. Her name was Gina. Not Cherry Sparkles? No, it was... There, I don't remember what her stripper name was. It was not Gina. She immediately gave me her real name. She gave me a lap dance and just made out with me the entire lap dance because she was so enthralled with me. And when the bouncer came in and said, lap dance is over, she says, more time, more time, continues to make out with me, gives me her number, doesn't charge me for the lap dance. I My favorite stripper ever of all time name, and I think I've said this before in the podcast, just a cool one nation, I'm sure the historians know this. Um... She was in San Francisco, and, and she came out on stage, and the guy announced her, and next on stage is Sexy. Her name was Sexy. <laughs> okay, I've heard better. No, come on. That's the most uninspired stripper name ever. Sexy? Two, two strippers come out on stage. Here, here's Jet Fuel and Steel Beams. <laughs> Wait, Jet Fuel? That, she sounds hardcore. Jet Fuel would be a dangerous stripper. But G Gina was actually a very nurturing stripper. She had me call, come over at three in the morning to fuck. Now, this was the first time I had to fuck in the same room as three cats. And three cats <gasps> are too many in, in one bedroom to, to fuck. So have you either of you ever been fucking no. a, a no. woman and had a cat start, like, jumping on your back or kneading your I've back I've never fucked nuzzling? in a room with a cat. I've never fucked in rooms with cats before. Yeah, I don't think that's happened. Well, this is when I found out I was allergic to cats, actually. So I, I fuck. I love cats. I'm allergic to cats. Gina for a few times. She has that phenomenal body where she has come to be naked all day and does not, like, oh, is completely awesome. comfortable with her, her implants and everything. Love it. Everything's pretty much perfect. I did not realize. She lied about her age. I later found out she probably would have been in her mid to late 30s fucking a 23-year-old me. Wait, wait. What age did she say she was? Like 25 or 26 or something. She was really, like, 36. Oh, she took oh, off yeah. 10. Felk. You don't know after 22 girls all just start making up fucking ridiculous ages. <laughs> yeah, you think, you, oh, I don't know that. Yeah, uh, I've never I've never encountered this phenomenon. Dude, uh, I'm perma 27. No. I don't do that. I actually at strip clubs and girls ask my age. I say I'm like six years older than I actually am. Oh, dude, I fucking if I have to fill out a government form 27. OK, well, that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first stripper, by the way, who I see a perfect asshole and I'm like, this one other 
Christian girls and, and college girls. I've tried licking an ass. They're uncomfortable with it. This girl had no fear. She loved it. But she revealed to me, no one's ever done that to me before. And the later, what? licked her asshole before. <gasps> with a cat next to him, which I had. Uh, Wait, that specific part is part of it? The cat or no? The cat was there. It was just weird. There, like Every time I fucked this girl, it was on a bed with three other cats. Or three cats. She wasn't a cat. She was a human female. She should be. Yeah. Uh, I never fucked the cats. They were just like in my no way. No one is suggesting you did. <laughs> yeah. no, but seriously, did you fuck one of the cats? I just wanted to make it extra clear. Anyways, so she reciprocates with a teeniest little lick of my ass. And that was the first time I'd have my asshole licked. And honestly, I, it was like a wet thing on your asshole. It was like, it wasn't that special. I was like, oh, neat. And we, we, we continued fucking. Now we fucked for a good month. And in that month, I moved out of that fucking horrible house, got a nice, like, up-and-coming two-bedroom uh, apartment with cool boy Corey. Is this the is this the part is this the apartment that I actually showered in? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh wow. Which you can go back to butt stuff and hear all about it. Yeah, so uh, I moved into that apartment and I actually found a job where I started working at Name Redacted with Woo! Cool boys, Ballard. Cool boys. And Nolan. Yes, I, I met you guys shortly after uh, I moved. And I this girl wants me to come to see her, you know, go to her strip club. And we would leave from there to her place and fuck. But another stripper starts talking to me and gives me her number. And then I no asked Gina, like, hey, I can fuck this other girl too, right? And she's like, whoa, you're going to have sex with another girl who works with me? No, I'm not cool with that. Like, what is this? I thought I was your girlfriend. Like, if I wanted to just fuck, like, I could get paid for that. Uh, like, I, I, this is a relationship. And at that point, I never called Gina again and didn't go to that strip club again for the next uh, six months. But I did fuck the other stripper uh, nice. who, who worked with her. So I assume that created some problems. That girl was uh, one of those girls who like had ran away from like Wisconsin to L.A. and found a, a place with like five other girls in a two bedroom apartment. I, that was when I realized a couple of things about strippers is that they don't actually make as much money as you think they do. And also they're um, any mis like allure about like that. They're the ones in charge of se their sexuality and that stupid men come in and dispense with their hard-earned money to just get a touch of a booby um that rule is both true and very easily circumvented through the at the time very effective basic tools of pickup artistry which i had learned from billy now at that point the book had come out and i i had learned even more at that point and it is weird how strippers are basically a learning tool for people starting there because like it takes out the the hardest part of meeting a girl and getting her number which is approaching getting her to talk to you at the bar exactly because yeah. they have to do that because they're trying to get money you just have to then yep. switch that it's to, their, to it's the job now they're now they're there it's the personal actual real right. personality of the girl as long as you can flip that switch you're very effective and, and i flipped that switch two, two times in a row with barely even trying now well more in san antonio and was at that right. point where like okay so What's next? Cool, quick, uh, quick, cool boy question. Um, did you like find? Yes, we're, we're waiting. Yeah, I totally forgot my question because for right. God's sake, just give me the goddamn number. 
That was a worthy interjection from our color yes. commentator. No, I that's have a why, question. That's why I sit here and I don't say anything. I just listen Phil, to the story. I'm no, here for actually, the ride. I, I, it, it, it's important. Phil, so it seems like oh, is it? based on if I were listening to last week's episode or two weeks ago, whatever it was that aired, and um, and listening to you right now, I would make the assumption that you followed this, you know, whatever it was, mystery guy, right? The uh, the art no. of fucking women. Mystery's a dick. Like you were you were all about it. Did, would you say that you were all about it, or did you actually like reject it at some point? Eventually, I do get to the point where I like I, I I start rejecting it. Yeah. Oh, you do? Well, I can I can move on. So at this point, now I have a stable, oh, so lucrative job as an editor working with you guys. And uh, well, actually, maybe How I'll cut you. out. How dare you? Name redacted Paid us would, well. would be so upset right now with you in his grave. Rolling over <laughs> his grave. You want that in the show? Who knows? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm in a new, new, exciting, exotic location called Burbank. I'm living with the cool boy, Corey. And we start uh, exploring the bars in the Burbank area. I'll go ahead and give out the, the name of one of the bars. It's called the Very nice bar. Been there a few times. Did I take you there? Multiple times. You know, Christopher Nolan's directed there. Yes, yes. That was your well, big what's selling the, point. Memento. That's the yeah, Carrie Moss's bar. Do you know this bar? No, I've never been there. Felk, we we spent one night just doing a whole bunch of bars from movies, and we went to the bar from Swingers. Yeah, we went to that one, and then I can't remember. The Dresden. Other, so. We went to a bunch of bars. You're, you're not in this till later. In fact, you're not really in this at all. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be in any of this. We didn't do any of this shit. Corey is because he was there the nights I met a lot of these girls. Uh, but uh, so I started going to the. The first girl I fucked there was a girl who I watched get hit on by every guy. And I that's when I first like acknowledged that getting way too drunk. And then because you have those confidence because you're fucking drunk and hitting on girls, that really is like number one mistake. And that is like from the, the PUA stuff. And like, that's where I, I started realizing like, okay, when they acknowledge the common mistakes that men make on average, they're, they're nailing it. And when they suggest an alternative route, like maybe have one beer, if all, if any, that works too. So that's what I started. You know, I didn't, I didn't, particularly drink too much. And I hit on one girl who turned out to be a Scientologist. This girl was interesting uh, because I competed with no shit, about 30 guys who were trying to get her number and get her that night. And I was the success, the succeeder. You know, I was the one who managed to get it. Uh, she came over, we watched The Mummy at my place. With Tom Cruise? No, <laughs> we're not, that's not the right time zone. The true mummy, the one true, the mummy. Uh, got about 15 minutes in before she said, I want to show you something. And she wanted to show me your bra. And then I said, like, oh, it's, it's great. And she wanted to show me something else. It was just her tits. Uh, <laughs> this is a girl who I came on her tits and she it was just her tits. She ducked down, opened her mouth and tried to get like the last couple of drops. And, wow. and I, I, I was distracted. I was just like, all right. Time to pause the mummy. And she's like, Matt, Matt, look at me. And she just scoops it up. Ew. And eats, and eats it. Oh, ew? Ew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, first of all, I've mentioned ew. on the podcast multiple times before that I think the idea of a facial on a porno is hot. I think the idea of a facial in person is weird. It's just weird in person for me. I'm sorry. It's me, but it's weird. I know others like love it, and it's good you do. I just don't. Yeah, well, you know what, Ballard? I'm not wearing hockey pads. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, right? What's the difference between you and me? What gives you the right? What's the difference between you and me? I enjoyed coming on Faces. That's when I went to the planet. I was like, oh, this is, this is nice. Uh, I started going to that bar very regularly. Uh, technically speaking, so I was pissed off when I, I, I didn't even realize this, but I, I you know, got off work at 2 in the morning because I'm working the night shift. But I later found out that bars in California close at two in the morning. They close at like four in the morning in every other fucking sane state. But in, bar, in, in, in no, L.A., it's, it's no, two. No, no, no. Texas, it's four in the morning. New York, it's four in the morning. California, <laughs> it, it, for its decadent party nature, is kind of weird that bars, re they really close at like 1.45 in the morning. And so whenever, yeah, I, whenever yeah. I could, get the fuck out, out, out of work and, and go to bars. And I would... You know, with enough time to drive home and walk, because I never, I never drank and drive, uh, to to this bar, which is a good mile walk. I would do that two or three times a week, and especially on weekends, and go to other bars as well. Went with Corey when I could, but sometimes not with Corey. Uh, if I didn't have you know a, a, a someone to go with, I would just go alone uh, because I was dedicated. You had to get the numbers, and you had to get you know. Priority one is get a girl to come back with you that night. If that doesn't work, at least leave with the number, preferably two or three, because there are always girls there. Wait, really? You did the numbers? Like, that's, I mean, honestly, I don't know, but like, you did the numbers? Like, that was the thing? At the time, yeah, getting a number was a pretty good, good deal. Like, okay, so this to is, me, a number just means like there's no, you have no chance in hell. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, not every girl wants to fuck you the night she meets you. So, then, yeah, what's the point? The 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 goal. Well, what's the goal? What's the golden number, Ballard? Do you even know? No, I don't. I know seven hours. Number. It takes seven hours seven, on average seven. to of contact with a girl. Seven minute abs. That can be all one night, or that can be over over dates. But if you're trying to fuck before seven hours, you might get it, but you're relying upon luck at that point. You're you're relying upon her being extra horny and just happened to grab you. It could be any other guy. Wow, it's not really it be, before seven it. hours. It was not because of your game or maybe you're just fucking handsome. Nolan's kind of rolling his eyes like I fucked before seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do you hear that laugh? That is the handsomest fucking laugh ever. Yeah, it's like Nathan Drake's laugh. Um, it is. Oh, my God. You too. So this, you guys are too much. <laughs> I go alone on one night, Friday night, because I fucking I even had to work nights on Friday nights. Um, I, I go alone. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm getting there like right before close, right before close. So I'm like, tonight's not going to be about numbers. Tonight's just going to be about this is rolling your dice. And I rolled my dice and I saw a girl there who was in her late 30s. Keep in mind, I'm still about 23. Late 30s, fucking prime for just picking. Turns out she's oh, a legal totally. secretary there with her uh, secretary poked out as fuck lawyer bosses who you are talked all about her in the past. Basically trying to fuck her. Oh yeah. Wait, this is butt stuff. You talked about her, I think, in butt stuff. This yeah, is let's do it. This is the girl who I brought. So she, I, I, I didn't even have a drink. She couldn't drive, and she didn't like. She didn't. She just came on like this fully like a face hugger on me uh basically a, a scene of, of coked out that's small dick dudes who were who in their 40s were trying to fuck this legal secretary she yeah. lashed on to me yeah you want her and she wanted to you know just like she wanted to get out of there i had walked she had her car there she couldn't drive of course so i drove her 
back to my place. This is the girl who tries to blow. First time a girl tried to blow me in the car and Burbank is basically like a surveillance state full of nothing but cops. So I like I had to grab her fucking head and physically like it was tough to pull her off my cock because she was that horny. She got back to my place. Uh, I think briefly started to cry because she talked about how her life's not really where she thought it would be. And I was like, do you want me to drive you home? It's like, no, you need to fuck me tonight. Please. Good. Please fuck me tonight. Yeah. I fucked her for a little bit. And then she's. She specifically said, fuck my asshole, what? fuck my asshole. Yeah. This is the girl who I said, I think I have lube. She said, no lube. Yep, no lube, no lube. That's no I lube. did spit on my hand and use the spit because I couldn't even get it in no lube. No lube. This oh, my God. There is, yeah, this is butt stuff. You discussed this woman in butt stuff, and we talked all about the no lube. That's incredible. That's fucking insane. That's that person. Oh, no lube. This is the girl who... You you point out and bust stuff that without lube it's like fucking sandpaper. Pulled me. I I, I don't know. She, she watched. Yeah. What do you expect? What what? No. I so said, what does Ballard expect? Like, uh, think of like if. A, Are you, you kidding me? I wrote copy in, in like butt stuff that, or whatever about how wet that butthole is, and it felt like it's <laughs> not wet. It is <laughs> no, not yeah, wet. Yeah, you thought you thought assholes get wet due to sexual arousal? Yes. Exactly. Assholes <laughs> do have glands. They can secrete like a, a mucusy. I assume yeah. as much. Yeah, uh, yeah, Santora. Ballard. But if you know anything about having sex in the butt, and I think you know a little, I you, don't know anything. You, you need lube because that is just a dry hole. So I, I, I did not know that until that episode. Until I episode eight, with just spit before. Uh, well, this is the first time, obviously. You talked about that also in episode. This is my eight. first yeah. anal, anal. This is my first yeah. time inside a girl's so asshole. Are, Felk, are you are you no condom in this, or you have a condom on? I did not wear a condom. Oh, and the butt was spit. Oh, dirty poop I on your butt. Yeah. Uh, well, he talks about his butt stuff that he literally pulls his dick out at one point and had some, some sexual counter, and there's shit all over the condom. Oh, my God. Well, this is no condom here. This girl uh, comes into the bathroom when I go to piss and uh, watches me. Then after I flush, she puts her head in the toilet, puts the, to- the toilet lid on top of her and says, fuck me. Oh, this girl's, <laughs> what? This girl's ridiculous. What? what? This girl does This was not in butt stuff. This was not in butt stuff at all. And she also talked about uh, her, her problem with meth. So, um, and I, I didn't even know what that was at that point. I don't know if that should be edited. Keep it. That's fine. That's fine to keep in. Yeah, I never done any of that shit. Nor, nor would I allow that even in my apartment. You shouldn't. But uh, she, she was. None of us on Cool Boy Nation have done meth. She was a messed up person. At Wait, using what me. happened on the toilet though? You put the toilet seat down on her head. There must have been more to that. Fucked her on the ass for a little bit, and then I was like, okay, let's go back to the bed now. Like I pulled <laughs> her out because I didn't really know what to do. Do you ever have sex in the vagina, or is it just butt stuff the whole time? I fucked her in the vagina first. In oh, the so, toilet? Oh, her head's in the toilet? So, you fucked her in the oh, vagina? So you did you did ask the vagina? I don't think I did, but I wiped it off on my bed sheets. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, this is dirty. Her, and actually, actually, that was not even though that was my first sex on in the ass, my dick did not really smell. Her ass was clean. Um this girl needs to wash yeah. out her vagina yeah, for well, sure, though. Yeah. She sounds like she's got it down the, the business part of this down. Yeah. Um that's insane. Wait, I, I, you, yeah, you never elaborated that far. That's awesome. Um, so what's next? There was f- uh, five other girls in between, but that is also where I brought no lube. The uh, <laughs> the girl I met at the Gap. I actually brought her to the bar, hoping to use her for leverage uh, uh, for another girl who, at that point, regulars like 
came and went every week or so and, and tried to use her. That was where she went to the bathroom and took a shit. That's when I, I went into the bathroom afterwards. I was at a hookah bar. Then we went to the. But yeah, I, I smelled her shit. And then also she was the girl who's uh, uh, vagina stunk so bad. Over the that, pants? Over the it, pants? Over the pants. I could smell it through her jeans. And, and <laughs> I, I, I mentioned her because that was where I was just like, okay, I want to be more selective. And, you know, I went from strippers to bars. Can I go back in time? You know, you asked me the last fucking episode Oh, if you could talk to a college age you, what would you say? Well, yeah. at 23. I said high school. At 23. Oh, high school. Would, I, I, would, I would just skip. There was almost no girls there. Um, it was an all boys school. But college. Which sounded hot. I, I wish I had the ability that, that I had, uh, obviously, when I was in college. But I'm only 23 at this point. In a fantastic Halloween 06 comes around. It was a great Halloween year. By the way, Halloween was just really... That was the um, the party in hell uh, episode of South Park was, like, airing. Is it, was that really? That was the that was 06 Halloween. I just associate that party because I remember the devil, say Satan, saying, like, talking about how he wants to dress up as, as the crow because uh, he'll look hot. <laughs> and that informed me wanting to look hot for Halloween. But I ended up just going as a molested congressman because some like our molested uh, congressional like uh, page because there's that one congressman who like molested his page uh, who was uh, like, you know, 20 year old boy. I was like, OK, well, that allows me to wear a messed up like blazer and tie and everything, which is a, a badge. So I'll look, I'll be wearing a tie and blazer and look preppy. And sure enough, there was like douchebags dresses like the crow and, and stupid shit where they thought they'd look hot. I, I, I was, I was at that point. My point is, is that I was now making decisions on what is fuckable. Yeah. And knew and knew like how to twist that, that goal. Because while there was a book out, a lot of this shit really didn't, uh, hadn't mentioned the mainstream. So, so wait, I, I, are you disowning this uh, Billy at this time? I hadn't seen ways? Billy in eight months at this point. Uh, I didn't know how, you know, where he had gone. But I, ha I was still following. To this day, you don't know where he's gone. Correct? No, I don't. But I did, you know, the, the information he had given me was now like it was starting to enter the public consciousness. So there is a night for Halloween, it's all, I think on a Saturday, it's like a perfect Halloween situation. I drive back to my college town with Corey because we are still at that point, you know, we're still one year out of college. We're still close to those who were still like at those colleges and stuff. And we're still like, we know other people from our class who are going down there, who are going to the college parties, our fraternity party, other fraternities parties. This is like, all right, I'm 23. This is probably the last college interaction I'll have. But I get to apply my college, my know-how now to a college setting. And I wanted to see how that goes. Now, wait, 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 wait. Do you have any women or bitches, if you will, um, that you wanted to fuck in college that you didn't fuck in college that you like are going to like, like work your way towards, like trying We're to like test it? Weirdly enough, most of those girls were either in relationships or simply weren't at those parties. So Sluts. I'm actually just new girls. Basically, in one night, 
in one Halloween party, I got a blowjob from one girl who brought me at, at one party. She brought me into uh, her room because it was actually a is sorority. It, is this a, a oh, blowjob nice. climax? Blew me. I did not climax. Okay. Uh, her friend, because she shared a room, had to come in and we lost and the climax. room. Um, then we went to another party. No, no, no. And then we went to, what do you mean she shared the room? Does she like fuck? Does she not fuck? Did she, like what happened? She, she blew me. Room? She blew me. Her friend blew you. No, she the, the girl who brought me in blew me and then had to stop because her friend came into her room. But her friend then did what to you? Nothing. What a whore. <laughs> uh, anyways, th then another girl, uh, I, I went to, to use a restroom. A girl was peeing and, and said, no, come in. It's cool. You're cool. Did you fuck You're her? cool. She literally bends over the kitchen sink and says, fuck me. Like basically wow. I didn't, this, this was luck. This, this girl, I didn't even run game on. This is a girl who wanted to, she, I peed in front of her. She wanted me to, uh, cause she was all like, I'm not going to flush. It's better for the environment. And, and she like, what? she looks in, she's looking in the mirror while I pee. She like, then I like look over. She's watching she me. Pee. High quality. She, she pulls up her dress. has no <laughs> panties on. This is a girl. I fucking, I did know. She was like Dude. one of the sluttiest girls at, at, at her entire yeah, college. She sounds like a slut. She like, was, I don't mean that negatively except for towards her now. I thankfully yeah, had if, a, if you're, if you're taking a fresh pee and cock into your, Vagina, yeah, you, you might be. I put a condom on for that one. Okay, by the way, by the way, if you have a fresh peed vagina, it's probably pretty uh, loosey goosey. You can slide right on in or not. I'm pretty sure probably. you can. Yeah. And then we went to a third party, which was an after party that had, it turned out all the guys there were gay except Corey, who was bored. Uh, and Don't they were just insinuate anything with Corey in that all of a sudden. They were just, they were, he was just Everyone bored. Everyone that's gay except Corey. Th there was no, that's there, not, God damn no. it, Valor, come on. Uh, no, say it again. You should say that one again. What? Say everybody and Corey. I will just cut you out when I said it the first time. Okay, fine. But you said the gay and then Corey. Corey's not gay. I okay, whatever. Allegedly. No, he's Allegedly. not. <laughs> so basically, I'm saying that there was like no no real competition. Anyways, third third party, another girl who was actually friends with my ex girlfriend. Uh, she pulls me in a room and and has sex with me too. So I've actually had. Does she pull you inside of her? She doesn't pull me inside of her. It was just that's the hottest thing you've ever. Oh no! Said. Wait, she just blew me that night. She, she I, I fucked her when I drove down. So I, yeah, I got a blowjob sex uh, blowjob th from three different women in the a course of about three hours. Blowjob in the course of a three hours. God, then, then, does this this third girl taste like all the vagina and mouse that have been on your cock? Well, right I now? had a condom on, but I, I, I did wonder if she yeah, could that, taste even the condom worse. On my tastes cock. like rubber. She, it, like it, latex. It, it, it rubbed off at that point on my underwear. She, she did not comment on my my cock. No, condom like smell does not go away. I. Uh, uh, I did. I did. I didn't fuck her that night, but I, I did later. Smell. I did later drive down back down to Orange County uh, to fuck her after we watched uh, Children of Men. And I nice I, movie, I dude. Most, oh my god. Okay, Children of Men rant. Children of Men rant. Children of Men rant. No, 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 not tonight. Not tonight, guys. Guys, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's poignant. It's fucking poignant. No, all right, not tonight. Children of Men is is one of the best films. Of the entire 2000s decade. Just gonna end. One of the best. Not the best necessarily, but one of the best. Now, here's where it's amazing. Alfonso Cuaron, for Children of Men, it was a French-American film. So technically French, technically American. Because of that, it couldn't be nominated in 2005 for Best Picture. But it also couldn't be nominated in 2005 for Best Foreign Film. So it got no nominations, except for Cinematography, which it lost. Wait, why Guillermo French? It's not in French. No, it, it's 50% it's, 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 it's of French production. So Guillermo del Toro wins cinematography for Pants Labyrinth in 2005. But 
moving forward. But moving forward, we move to today, and what just happened last weekend, I know we're recording this, you know, it's going to be released a week later, so it's all confusing, cool boy nation. But the Oscars just happened, and Alfonso Cuaron wins Best Fucking Film, Foreign Film, right? And it has a film nominated for Best Picture, so it's like Children of Men, like, went the other way. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like he got nothing for Children of Men, and then, he, and then for Roba, he gets both. Like, so I just thought that was kind of interesting little karma. Huh. All right, go. Just go. I mean, this is the our, one of the highlights of this episode. Another, because uh, another bar that we had ventured to a lot to get numbers. And keep in mind, this is before online dating. This is MySpace time. This is like people didn't meet people they fucked online. You had to go to a bar, get a number, see the girl another night, then fuck her. Or you fucked her the night you met her at the bar. So this is a, a more upscale bar and grill in Burbank became another place that uh, I frequently like to hunt at. And uh, because it had dancing and a live band, there was more activity. You could get on the dance floor and really, you know, get up with a girl. So I'm there one night. I'm running games on a girl who says she's three years older than me. Of course, I later find out she was 13 or 14 years older than me. Girls in their mid 30s really like to fuck guys under the age of 25. This is something I learned. Uh, I'm This one night, I'm meeting one girl. I see other guys tr- try, try to hit on her and end up just basically insulting her because they're too drunk to really find that line of the antagonistic, but in a sexy way. So this one girl's there with three other girls. She's leaving to go back to, uh, or four other girls. She's leaving to go back to to the main girl's place. This, this girl that I'm hitting on is named Monica. Monica can't not go over. They've all agreed to, to go to this other apartment out the bar's closing. She, she says, come with me, come with me. They'll get mad at me because we said no boys, but you're coming with me. So I walk just a few blocks to this other place. Um, I have to uh, piss really bad. The other girls aren't at the apartment yet. So she's like, just piss on the lawn, just piss just piss in the bushes. So I go, I, I like, all right, I'll be gentlemanly and walk a few feet away and go and piss in this bush here that I'm obstructed from view. Lo and behold, the girl comes up right behind me. It's like, I want to hold it while you pee and holds my cock while I piss in a bush. Of course, of course. How could you not read that scene any worse? Of course she wants to see what your dick looks like. The full point she did that. Uh, and she was probably, yeah, verifying that she, maybe she, she was verifying that she was bringing in something you know, a prime choice, choice of meat. Uh, so the other girls arrive at the apartment. We all go up. We have more refreshments. Um, I'm asked, like I'm grilled because the, like the girl whose apartment it was, whose name is Cynthia. She's not happy. None of us brought boys. Why did you bring a boy before I knew it? These girls were like get sitting in my like lap one after the other. Now it's my turn. Now, uh, something happens where, the girl who had brought me over, Monica, we have a, uh, a fifth girl who is missing. Uh, this, who I later found out was a very fat girl, didn't make it home. We've left someone behind and she's pissed that her friends don't want to go out looking for her. So the girl who had brought me over to this place leaves to go look for her um, with a, another friend who I never saw. So now I'm left alone with Cynthia and a younger friend named Christina. Christina definitely wants to fuck me. Uh, then lo and behold, the fat girl they're looking for shows up at their door. So the girl who brought me is, you know, 
she's still looking for the girl who's now at the apartment. I haven't even gotten her number yet. No one can confirm. No one really cares. All of a sudden, they're all gone, and I'm left. Oh, by the way, I actually impressed them by uh, showing them my name in the credits of Name Redacted Show because they asked me what I did, and it's like, oh, this show's on at 2 in the morning, and my name's in it. And, and, oh, wow. And I, 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 it's like, it's like, oh, so it's ending right now because it was like three in the morning. It's like, yeah, my name might come up. I'm like, there's my name. <laughs> and then they're all gone. So hot. And I'm like, where are they? <laughs> the younger girl who's about almost my, maybe a little bit older than me, um, Cynthia so comes hot. in and she's like, we're having a cuddle party. You can join <gasps> us. Parties are the best parties. You can yeah. join us. And there's, she, she gets back. There's the, there's her and this, this, the, the fat girl who I'm not going to fuck around with. Um, and, and she's like, come on, cuddle. So I, I just fucking start cuddling on her. And, you know, I'm, I'm just at this point, like I've got an erection. I'm going to grind against you. She grinds back. Then the girl who an owned the apartment, Cynthia, who's older, she gets in bed and immediately my hand is now on the first girl's tit or, or the younger girl's tit, uh, Christina's tit. Uh, Cynthia comes in, puts her tit right up against the back of my hand. I go, well, this girl doesn't like me. She's the one who's been complaining that I'm here. She has not been flirting with me. So I pull my hand kind of away and she goes, oh, no, 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 no. The hand was good. Grabs my hand and puts it back on her, uh, uh, right on her tit with uh, no bra. Nice. Through, 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 in that, like, um, through the T-shirt and that like, like, all mm-hmm. right, I'm exploring now. Uh, everything's good. So I start, you know, I'm just going in and out where's of the, bra. Where's the fat girl? Tits. Where's the fat girl? Fat girl's kind of on the side, just kind of like, She's actually trying to cuddle the older girl, uh, Cynthia, the the, the, the leader of the team. At this point, I say, with Monica, the girl who brought me over, comes in and sees this. She's. I be- always think Monica. I think I think immediately friends. I'm sorry, I haven't. Not a bad visual. She's, she doesn't look that much like her, but you can think you can think of Courtney Cox. It works yeah. totally fine for 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 me. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love it. I said, like, it, if she comes back and sees this, me, you know, now grabbing at you with you know the. the the hot chick, the hottest one by far, Christina, is now grabbing like my dick through my jeans. Um, she's like, yeah, probably. Won't she be pissed if, if Monica comes back and sees us doing this? She's like, yeah, probably. But fuck it. You know, so what? She, she knew what she was doing. She comes back. And she now, not being pissed, sees this, gets in bed. And just like, OK, this is what we're doing. Starts blowing me. Um, Christina then blows me. Then the older girl, uh, Cynthia, blows me. And then the morbidly obese, about 280 pound uh, girl uh, also, like, I I was just like, well, I mean, what am I going to do? You know, it's happening. Uh, Wait, there's four girls or three? uh, It's four girls total. Oh, my God. Nice. So four girls would be in one night. Well, I mean... And one, one was a maybe like woman. four girls. Yeah. So it might be eight girls. Um, I, I didn't. I, I At that point, I was just like, fat girls, no. But I mean, eventually I'd be like, that one counts. That, that's totally good. Um, and then, of course, Monica wants to seize ownership. So she starts having um, sex with me, even though Cynthia's mad because there was no condom on us. So she's like, you don't bring a condom? And she's like, yeah, I don't have one. Do you have a condom? I don't have a condom. And she starts talking to me. And so Cynthia's like, I don't like this. Basically, she didn't say I don't like this, but she just says, um, okay, so we want to go to bed. 
I could tell that uh, the the younger girl Christina did not want it. Like she she wanted in, and but unfortunately, I kind of got kicked out of the room, and um, we ended up on, uh, in the living room where we fucked on like a pullout bed that came out of the couch, and I I crashed uh, there. Um, I ended up coming back to the Burbank Bar and Grill a few nights later and met a girl who um, had sex with me in her car, in the backseat nice. of her car. She pulled me back there and then dro- the car drove away. And then I, 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 be- before I even met that girl, I, I saw the girl whose apartment it was, the older, the, the ringleader, Cynthia. Uh, she was there alone. I said hi to her. I was like, oh, hey, it's good to see you again. Met this other girl who took me out to, outside to fuck in her car. I came back to close my tab and get my credit card, and she was still there and said, oh, no, 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 you're coming home with me. You're helping me um, with my Wii because she had a Wii, uh, and she couldn't set up her fucking Wii. So uh, got there. Never bothered setting up her Wii, although I could have. You know you know, I know how. And um, No, you don't. She, she, she brought me into uh, her bedroom, also wanted to f- said, like, you know, she was going to fuck me. Uh, did not want to have a condom because she just does not keep condoms in her apartment. Because if she has condoms, she'll just have sex with any guy. But, oh, my God. So she tries to fuck me with saran wrap on my dick. Oh, my God. This happened? Dude, that's ghetto as fuck, dude. Then that's a, super trashy. That's like a super white trash move. And then I basically said, like, this is not safe. This is not no, sanitary. No, it's not. I, no, I, I just say, not. like, I'm this is this is awful. And like at this point, like, I'm kind of OK leaving. Because I want to go to bed at this point. It's like four in the morning. And she's like, no. And just pulls the saran wrap off and starts fucking me without the saran wrap on. So that gave me completion to the, you know, threesome, foursome, fivesome. Or fivesome because I count as one of the, the five people. Um, but that was that was kind of the record at that point in this chapter of In oh One my. Night. Oh, my. Now, later, of course, uh, in my later geez. life, I would I would obliterate that number oh my god another oh my significant goodness. night uh moving forward from october to new year's and uh and then <laughs> skipping the next like four months because i was dating <laughs> um after that that new year's so that new year's was the night that i almost uh i, I got an offer to for one girl brought me wanted me, uh, me to take her home because you know she she wanted to meet a fucker she was another girl in her late 30s maybe 40s um who wanted to fuck a 23 year old me and uh, she, uh, her sober literal sister drove us home and she's like, she's complaining. You know, like, do you have a friend? I want to, I, I'm horny tonight. Do you have a friend? And I'm what? like, nope, all I have is me. Even though I had a roommate <gasps> who was asleep at the time. Dude, um, dude <laughs> that's so slutty of you, man. All I have is me. Like how, what response is she supposed to give that isn't immediately, you know, like, like, yeah, okay. I guess she I asked her sister, now. are you cool with that? And her sister and? says, maybe. And then her, the sister, the, the, the sister I'm fucking says, maybe. And then the sister who I did not get the fuck says, eh, I think that's a no. And I'm like, are you sure? And then the girl I was going to fuck that night just kind of looks at me and goes, mm, no, I'm not, not at the wow. same time. Dude, think about how much power that sister holds. I could have uh, pushed that, power. but I didn't. Seriously. But, uh, that girl was basically the second I got her into my apartment. She's in my bed naked, pulling my clothes off. Uh, she, I, she got naked the fastest I've ever seen a girl get naked. Uh, cool this is a girl. Boys. This is a girl who. Uh, <laughs> by the, the way, time, by the way, guys, sorry, another tangent. Oh, great. But by the way, guys, um, 
when I do a prank in the house, like I fart on somebody or, you know, I like, I like, I don't know, <laughs> just something random. I yell, as soon as I do it, I go, cool boys. And then I run away. All right. <laughs> to your wife, your <laughs> to daughter, my wife or my children. Yeah. yeah. Wife, children, or dogs. Fantastic. Keep going. I'm going to get refill my drink, but keep going. I'll be right back. This is the, well, you're okay. Then just to summarize, this girl rim job me to the point where I was scared oh. of the rim job. I'm not leaving then. Okay. Keep Wait, going. why were you just. <laughs> I had only had at that point a, a brief, like a little lick, a little tongue. But this girl was trying to get her tongue inside of me. And the then there was, yeah, this is the, the sister I fucked. Uh, and, and then try to get like fingers inside of me. She was, it was like an asshole stress test. Oh. She was all about my asshole. And this is the, this That's is actually where weird. I pushed, I, I literally pushed her hand out of me. And I'm like, okay, you're a little too much on that stuff. She said, I thought you wanted to, you liked it. And I'm like, ah, not that much. You're going a little like this is new. And she's like, I've, I've actually never really had this happen before. She's like, really? That was new for you? Oh, I love doing it. Um, so she really liked getting her fingers in guys' asses and, and licking her fingers afterwards. Uh, so, so how many knuckles that. have you gotten in your asshole before? It was three fingers was the max. And that was where it was like, Wait, you put three right. fingers no, in your she asshole? She put three fingers in my ass. That's ridiculous. She did what it, that's so rude. No, no, so, it was like tongue so, first. That's a lot. No, it was like one so, finger, and then she's like, lot. are you okay with that? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like, I, I feel that second finger going in. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, she's jerking me off at the same time and occasionally licking my ball, like licking my dick nice. from like an awkward position. And I'm like, okay, very, this is fine. Nice. Um, but well, guys, when that third one say, started going in, I'm like, no, no, too, too, too much, too much. This hurts. Three fingers too many, guys. Yeah. I can't believe you took three fingers in your asshole. I know, virgin asshole. Too. Imagine if imagine girls that get pounded in the butt all the time. I'm really proud of you, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. Like well, that, that kind of scared me off rim jobs, and uh, at this point, this this is not something I would ask for. What? <laughs> Someone sticking three fingers in your asshole? Well, because I don't know where the line jobs? is. She asked if she could lick my ass. Of course, dude. And it's I only, said yes. It's and only intelligent to be scared off of that. And then that all that shit. comes at me, and I was like, this is a bit much. So at this point, I, I took a good like six month hiatus off even like thinking about getting rim jobs, but I definitely continue to fuck. Um, another experience, uh, was I had a, a awesome 4th of July weekend. Cause I went to, to, to a party, fucked one girl, another party fucked an, uh, another girl. Then I went basically f uh, from a 4 PM drunk off margaritas, uh, fucking a girl who lived at the place that the party was taking off. Then I, I went to see, transformers for the first time while a little drunk and the whole time i'm getting text messages and keep in mind this is she was texting me on like a regular phone where it's hard to text but just like throughout that movie i got like 30 like need your 30 messages like need your cock when's the movie over need you now need to fuck you i i, I got a text message that said i need your cock right now while megan fox was lifting up that car hood looking at the the engine and I was looking at her belly. And, of course, the girl I was fucking was not anywhere near as hot as Megan Fox. Not even in the same caliber. But it didn't matter. Because that was Hollywood. And this was real. And I, I, I like that, like, symmetry of the two. So, also, that party was where I uh, had to fend off so many other guys who now were using the pickup artist shit. And, and that was when I started. They were realizing, trying to hit on you? No, they were trying to hit on her and other girls. Oh, okay. And I was okay. You like, fend off. I in thought fact, you were like... I forgot to mention that the uh, the Halloween party of that year is when I um, someone like heard the game I was running on the first girl who blew me. And he was like, dude, are you in the community? And I'm like, 
I guess. I'm like, what does that mean? And he's like, what's that like, dude? I'm like, this is like a fucking sophomore in college. I'm just like, I don't know. Look it up on the internet. Okay. So that summer was also when the, um, the, the PUA stuff became completely mainstream. And actually there was a fucking VH1 reality show. P-O-A? What? P-O-A? P-U-A. Pickup artist. Pickup artist. Yeah, sorry to abbreviate. Um, there actually was a reality show on, on VH1 called The Pickup Artist. At that point, girls already started to be aware of that shit. And I now was seeing myself competing against guys who were negging and all that other shit. Uh, and I would actually just spoil, I would just, you know, piss in the in the soup and 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 like kingsman for everybody and yes like kingsman uh which and, we talk about in our kingsman, i know we kingsman did yes spoiler cast. uh <laughs> wait quick question quick question about 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 the pickup artist movement yes um all right the so. pickup artist movement you said like you're talking about it you know in 2000 and this is circa 2005 2006 right yeah this is summer of 07 07 okay 07 so you're talking about this 07 this is roughly you know 11 years ago 12 years ago since from our recording right now um so would you think that maybe now that like the current crop doesn't even fucking realize this like this this these moves and you, you could probably reuse the shit? No, no, they're they they are now very, very aware of it, I think. Oh, are they? I mean, really just the entire concept of picking up a girl at a bar. Like that you're getting into my the rises stuff, but um the third part three of the book of Felk will deal with having to adapt to a digital world in which people don't go to bars to meet people to fuck anymore. They just meet people they want to fuck on the internet. Really? Uh, at the time in 07, the internet was still mostly for boys, and MySpace was still a popular website and such. And and yeah, people were still fucking people they met in bars or at Home Depot in one case. Uh, I, I mean, I was meeting girls everywhere. Evan Stone. I, I met a girl I fucked at a Ralph's because she was giving out samples there. It was the Ralph's by name redacted where we used to work. I went there to get food. Studio working, City. And she was yeah. And she was she was giving out <laughs> she was giving out Sorry. samples, and I ended up fucking her like at a later date. I got her number that night. Getting a number was usually the goal of the night. Fucking happened later, right? Because you only had seven hours uh, for luck or something, right? I, anyways, it, it's the night I'm, I'm at a bar uh, with. Uh, I think Corey was there. We we just we had just had a fucking great weekend in our college town. It was the last time I'd go down to the college for a while, and ended up I ended up hooking up with another girl uh, who was uh, a senior at that point, uh, and I'm 24 at this point. So I'm like at this point, you know. I'm feeling a little weird hitting on college girls, but sure enough, there's another college girl at the bar we go to the very next night. And this is when I'm starting to be like, oh, he's nagging you. Like, I'm actually like calling out what other guys are doing. And she goes, oh, my God, that's so like I was using the pickup bar shit, but still also like acknowledging what it was while I used it because I was having to deal with guys who were just like robots. They were just they couldn't adapt or think on the spot. They were just reading scripts. They had internalized the, the charisma or just coming across like a, I don't want to say alpha male, but that ultimately, yeah, alpha male. Like they, they, they weren't that. They were still just uh, pretending. Hell, maybe they had just started watching the fucking reality show. They had never met anyone who was on the ground floor. Oh, by the way, I never really explained. Project Austin was actually a rented house in Austin that Billy lived at and gave like lessons at the house and they'd go to other bars in Austin. He actually like in the field, teach guys who were paying him younger college students to learn and, and direct. Now I, I, I got that kind of 
for free and just kind of a hypo hypothetical, like here's what you would say, here's what you would do. But I never ended up fucking too many of those girls, except when I was on a break because I was with somebody. Uh, now this stuff's kind of falling apart and I'm having to kind of go my own way. But I ended up hitting on a 21-year-old college uh, freshman. She got in the late start, kept dropping and changing majors, who was uh, at this bar. And I'm like, can I still fuck college girls? I actually picked her up yes. at her um, community college. And I realized when I was 20 and trying to date girls who were 20 in college, they were always often going and fucking guys who were like 24 and 25. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll be that 24 year old. I, I, this, this girl, uh, I started, I, I felt like I was, was fine. She was 20, <laughs> by the way, actually, she was 20 cause she had a fake ID. So she was using a fake ID to get her into the, to the bars that I was taking her to. And I was like, eh, I'm 24. This girl's got a fake ID. Cause she's, you know, like she was like maybe six months away from being 21, but still, um, it felt I knew of lots of girl in, girls in college that fucked like 40 year old dudes, just so we're clear. Yeah, I'm well, I'm 24. You know, it's not that bad. Uh, although she You're did not 24 fuck now. You could probably lay down some fucking pipe in some college. She did fuck me because like I was obviously still working nights, so I was free in the afternoon. She came over to my place. I'm not I, even sure I can do I, that. I, she, she wanted no, to see. You can lay down pipe in colleges across the U.S. She, she was like, we wa so. we'll watch a movie in bed. And that's the first time we fucked. She wanted to watch a movie she had never seen before called Jurassic Park. Oh, da, na, 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 I mean, na. like she's 20 da, and this is 2007 and she's never seen Jurassic Park. I'm just kind of feeling like eh, maybe I should maybe I feel more comfortable when I'm fucking girls in their in their mid 30s. Uh, but uh, yeah, we made it. We made it to the um, the, the tour. The are these auto uh, erotica. That was like right when my dick went in her. Now, these are the real miracle workers. Of Jurassic Park, um, <laughs> and, and that's when I start like maybe I'll slow this down because I was late to work that day because I was fucking this girl. Um, granted, you know sometimes at I'll be taking lunch at midnight, and just for lunch if I had something you know like a digitization lunch or, at midnight, uh, you're crazy because that's when you know was was lunchtime if you worked that's the night shift. That's what night shift folks is like, folks. I would go to a strip club for lunch and come back later. I think some people maybe I worked with knew I would do that. And uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, during the day, I think that's right. That's right. During the day, there was rumor of Felk rolling to uh, the strip clubs in the middle of the night. Don't know. Do you remember that shit? No, I, there was. I think there was some there were some rumors from um, name redacted and name redacted. Well, I took redacted. PJ to one once. Uh, well, then PJ was probably spreading those rumors of name redacted and name redacted. <laughs> PJ, name redacted. I fucking love PJ, dude. PJ's the best, dude. Uh, PJ's, PJ's love of gay porn is pretty much what started this this podcast. Uh, it was probably. one of the strip clubs I went to was actually a pretty tame. One night while I had a a dig or a layout a layoff going, like to uh, you know a tape, uh, I went to uh, one of the more chastised, one of the more you know um, strict strict strip clubs. And a girl. Oh, you left work to go to a strip club. Yeah, a girl yeah. tried to blow me during our lap dance, a $20 lap dance. And the bouncer saw and fired her. And, and as I was leaving, she comes out crying. She's like, I just got fired. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she's, she's like, can you give me a ride? And I'm like, I gave her a ride to her hotel room. 
on the hotel room, she tries to blow me as a thank you for the ride. And she's like, come over. I'm in this room number. Come over after work. I'm like, I have because I had to finish. I had to finish the night's work. And uh, she's she even like she, when I was grabbing at her ass, uh, I fingered her ass a little bit during the, the lap dance. She's like, I love it in the butt. You can do it. So on the car ride home, she's like, like oh, yeah, you could totally. I drop her off her hotel room. I go back to work. I can't remember the name, the num- hotel room number she gave. And I'm just like, I'd have to go to 7-Eleven and get condoms and and then re- like try to remember the, the number when I'm there. I'm just not going to deal with it. And I just went home and I felt like this was the last night I worked because I switched to the day shift the next day. Wow. Nice. And uh, I, I, I am still so fucking mad. I should have gotten fired that night. I, I, I wouldn't, I, you know, never fucking pass up that shit. Um, no, I wouldn't go back to work that night. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I later. So, yeah, that girl got fired and she went back to Hawaii because she was only in town for like a couple of days. Wait, uh, was she Hawaiian? No, no, she was white. Like what kind of white? Like ginger white? White trash. White, white trash. Blonde so white. Like dirty blonde white. Dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. She was great though. Um, I, I, that's that's probably one of my all time. Ah, I should have fucked her that night. Uh, anyways, uh, later I started going to a, another strip club uh, after I switched to days, and Deja I. Vu? That's where I fell in love with the rim job because there was Elizabeth, uh, deja vu. No, she worked at, uh, I'll have to redact that. So I took you to once and you were just like, all these strippers are Mexican and or fat, but Elizabeth <laughs> wasn't fat. She was perfect. That was the first time I, she had pierced everything, including a clit. And that was the first time I fucked a girl with a pierced clit. And I really liked that. Like licking that pierced clit. It's really nice to have something like there. Like, you know, exactly where the clit is. It's a nice, like, Huh. The taste of metal feels pretty good when it's combined with the taste of vagina. She was also, I licked her ass and she was just like, can I play with you like that? I love tossing salads. And I'm like, ah, and at this point I'm still remembering the last time that happened. And I'm like, I guess. And she like, just kind of, I'm on my back because she's blowing me, tries to put my knees up in the air. Like I'm getting my diaper change, tries to let me there. And I just like, I, I feel kind of weird in this position. Then that's when she was like, she gets on her back. She's like, kneel over me, and you can fuck my tits that way. And and that was heaven. Oh, this is this chick. This is this chick. That was yeah, heaven. Yes. It felt so fucking good. And her pierced clit was right in front of me. So when I rubbed it, she would lick harder at my ass. And I there was like, that was like 20 minutes of just in that position. Her jacking my cock from behind while she was, while I was like kneeling over her, facing forward, fucking her tits, which were also pierced and fake and perfect. And I went into fucking work the next day and told some two cool boys I worked with, and I had to actually sh- get down on my knees and show the position. You did. And you guys you made did. fun of me, like I was, I was, we did, like we did, like I was gay. Perhaps was the pejorative used against me. I don't know why. That's a pejorative. Being gay is beautiful. I don't think I said anything like that. How dare you? What were you laughing at? What were you laughing? I was laughing at like your squat, just the angle, the position that you had to get in to have sex or to have a sexual gratification. To me, was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the angle and the uh, the position that you were in. It, it looked it looked almost demeaning or uh, uh, unmasculine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I assure you masculine. that is the most masculine. <laughs> yeah, I bet. you can ever you can you can be again like fucking you're 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 picturing in your mouth. You're picturing the imagery. But by the I'm way, by the way, the, the majority of the world does that position every day to shit in a hole in the ground. So I mean, 
No, not squatting. Kneeling. Kneeling. Squatting's how they shit. Can you step back six feet and demonstrate the position again to refresh our memories? Because we've both forgotten. Bella and I are thinking, I was thinking your feet were over your head. Bella was thinking you were I'm squatting. I'm not going to hear you. Hold on. All right. Okay. So, so Focus now is reenacting the position. Her head is here. All right? Her head is here. Uh -huh. I, squat, I am kneeling over her. All right, her yeah, okay, right here, okay. her head is here, her clit's here, her vagina's here. I can rub the clit when I want, reaching yeah. over and jerking my cock. And when I really want the rim job to be better, I can either rub her clit or let's, let's lean squat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just really force her in there. She's yeah. loving this. She's having the okay. best time ever. This okay, is so Phil, Phil, it's really just, you're like a 69, but your head's not down there. And yeah. Well, occasionally I lean down and lick her clit, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like yeah, her pussy. But, but essentially, you're just like sitting on her face. Yeah. Your butthole. Your butthole's right in her face. I, that that versus being on your back with your knees all the way up <laughs> yeah. while she lifts your ass is <laughs> it's night and day. One, okay. you feel like you're a baby and you're not in control. One, you feel like you're a yeah. fucking man getting it. And it feels great. Okay. I'll take your word for that. You know, you're just, you're just trying to image picture and image i'm i'm remembering experience and the two cannot be compared i've seen things you people wouldn't believe i'm shocked right now i quit working with you guys you make it sound like we broke up i give you na names i could give you like just just names of girls i met this girl at this bar we either fucked that night or we had one date and she fucked me later but there's no like memorable stuff i'm skipping over dozens of women here because I'm trying to give you the oh, ones that are interesting. Toot it, toot it. But the first yeah. one, uh, I've jacked off to dozens of women. <laughs> I fucked the hottest men. Uh, but uh, I did have an experience where after I stopped working with you guys and started working at a more demanding job, I met a girl who wanted to uh, hang out, clearly giving me fuck overtones on a St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, I had worked all day and I'd have to get up and work the day the next day. And I was too tired and I turned her down to fuck and, and went to Never bed. Never turned down. Yeah, Never because it was down. a fucking oh, oh, yeah. St. Patrick's Day bullshit that it's like, you know, on a weekday. And after that, oh, no, I, I had a gross. wake up call and it was like, okay, never get too tired to fuck. So I went to strip clubs back to back, uh, fucked the girl who's actually done porn. I put her name in the dock. If you want to look her up. Have we looked her up before? I no, this is a new time. one. Maybe you've looked her up before. Um, the first one you're probably not going to find because she's only done one porn. She was also like 50 and a stripper. But she actually worked at, occasionally worked at a Nevada brothel. And I actually got her number and took her out on a date. So this is a person who gets paid to fuck, fucked me for free. And then I fucked another girl who was about my age, who was doing porn, at this point, I was starting to get into like I was actually like getting girls who were well paid to fuck. We wanted to fuck me for free. And that meant something. Also, this is uh, another part of this during this kind of wake up call period is uh, I met a girl at the uh, at that Burbank Bar and Grill and she was there. She was uh, my age, which is at this point, like 26. And uh, she was there with her mom, who was in her 40s, and they were partying. Mom and daughter get drunk, fun night. She came back to my place. I think the mom actually wanted to uh, fuck name redacted Corey, uh, but Corey was having none of that and closed his door and went to bed. She comes into my room. The mom actually stays in the living room, but knocks on her door and while fucking her daughter and says, can I come in? And her daughter says no. Come inside her pussy. Uh, and, and they leave in the, uh, after after that.
But I could have had that daughter said, yeah, come in. I mean, who knows? A mother-daughter threesome would be a weird one. But uh, I was that close to it. Come inside the pussy. And at that point, I started dating a girl who was uh, very chaste and uh, still a virgin at 26. And I ended up dating her for a good year and a half. And I'll call that the boring times. And that brought me to the part. The dark times. The the dark times. And uh, that brought me to where I uh, moved. And as soon as I moved into my own place, no longer roommates with cool boy Corey. Uh, we explored a new areas that we were living in respectively. And I broke up with the girl who I was with because I knew she wanted a proposal and went to a bar and immediately fucked just a super hot milf with great fuck fake tits who drove all the, who I met her then one night she was there with friends. Couldn't fuck me that night. A few days later, drove all the way up from San Diego, such a far distance to fuck me. That was where again, she didn't like my ass, but um, but you drove to San Diego. She drove from San Diego to me. Oh, she drove to you. Okay. To fuck. And she was she was like, I, I need you to come because I have to leave soon. And I was like, where can I come? She's like, you can come anywhere you want. And I said, don't say that unless you, you mean wait, it. Wait, because wait, I'm going to come what? on your face. And she just opened <laughs> wide. She opened wide. So with a big smile on her face. And at that point was was that was one of the. Last times I'd just go to a bar and fuck a girl I met at a bar. It happened, I think, I have to check my, my list, I think three or four more times. Your black book. Bella, mm-hmm. do you have a black book a list? I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. If I had any list, it ended like sophomore year of college. Well, I'd end up in a relationship for another like four months, not that long after that. So, uh, but uh, then I, I went to a bar again and... Uh, that was when I started noticing that bars don't work as well as they used to. I wasn't fucking girls I met at bars as much. And at this point, I started everyone, you know, who is single, they're on match.com. They're on plenty of fish. They're on okay Cupid. And Felk enters the digital age at that point. And that's where I'll leave off tonight. What? Really? Wow. Uh, I, at this point, I was, you know, not really using any of the pickup bar shit. I was just using my natural charisma. And every time I went to bars, I was more and more encountering not girls who were there wanting to fuck guys. They were they were there with like big groups. They weren't conducive to getting numbers. And, you know, at, at this point, I was just like all my friends who were still single coworkers and other friends, even Corey, were like, yeah, it's it's the Internet now. So I entered the folk, the folk, internet. What year? What year is this? This this uh, chapter ends. Twenty twelve, which is weirdly enough the same year, the Dark Knight Rises came out. Oh well, that was the best fucking book of Felk I've ever done this week. Uh, cool Boy Nation. <laughs> if you have any questions about my book of Felk, then let us know by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys. Also, please review us on iTunes and donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other great cool boy central content with Batman and Beyond. On I, no one talks about rim jobs on that show. On iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh-huh. and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it is Bizies from the Book of Felk Felk. 
And that's Bizes from the Book of Felk Ballard. <laughs> and that's Bizes from the Book of Felk Noli. You did it again! You are standing American boy. Excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh yeah. So cool. Oh yeah. So cool. Oh yeah. So cool. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Felk, I understand why you share your stories, but it's something I can never do. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Because you're just a machine, a handsome machine. Oh, and then he thumbs up and he dies. Nolan? That thumbs up is the saddest thumbs up in film history. I need a vacation. How about <laughs> he has jokes at that the That line end there? does always bother me. It's <laughs> yeah, because he's, I his, his pro, he's now like adapting the humans. It works way better yeah. in the special edition where they actually yeah, go through like showing how he, he goes from, yeah, just a cold robot to he can yeah. learn. But when it's when it's yeah. in, in the theatrical cut, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know why that line's in there, right? Because that's Arnold improving, and yeah. he probably told James, please, for the love of God, make sure this one line makes it into the film. It, it, works. it works. It's Arnold. It works. Yeah. But like, it's the Terminator being like very human at that point when he's been the like, stone-cold killing machine the whole movie. And all of a sudden, he's like, I need a vacation. Yeah. I now know why you cry. Now, if the T-1000 said it, it wouldn't work. Yeah, they would think Arnold actually died in that spot where the T one thousand shoved the spear like through his like chest. Every time I watch it, I think he yeah, dies. I think he's died, and it cuts cuts back to him. And he rips it out. And I'm like, oh fuck! Every yeah, time dead. he shows up riding that deer, that whatever, and he's holding onto the grenade, the, the grenade launcher. I'm just like, what? Riding a deer? What? <laughs> Every yeah, time. I don't know about the deer. What's the deer? He means the uh, conveyor belt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever it is, you probably. I don't know where you got gear from, but (laughs) gear, gear, gear. Gear. Oh, gear, gear. gear. Yes. Okay. Gear. That makes that (laughs) makes way more sense. Yes. There's a gear in the conveyor belt. Get some cool Cool boys. (laughs) (laughs) So serious.